Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Finest with me, Robert. With me, Pete. No, Moses. Yeah. Couldn't take the fire. <laughs> so stay out the furnace. <laughs> this was a week after he's preached as well. Yeah, he, he, he didn't want that smoke. Conveniently couldn't make it. We were like an asthmatic, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he, he's, he, he, he preached really, really well. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a good combination of vulnerable and intellectual and um, accessible, I thought. It was stressful for me because it effectively was, and I confirmed with both of them afterwards that it wasn't intentional, but it effectively was the same message from two perspectives almost. Like, mm. James did the communion, he did the... Um, preach and they both talked about the same thing and the entire time i couldn't help but like get past the idea of i think when who was it that had to interpret the dream of the i think it's joseph that had to interpret the dream of pharaoh where the the cows ate the things and then there were also the um was it it was the cows and then the skinny cows and then what was the other one and then there was like the wheat that was eaten by the wheat that was eaten by the other wheat yeah and I was like, because that dream has been or has occurred twice, it's a confirmation that something will actually happen. Mm. And both of them talked about effectively trusting God. James was yeah. like, trusting your if you can trust your parents to give you food. And she made the analogy of how the kids trust their parents, um, almost expect their parents to always provide food. And then Mo made the analogy, and I, I like this illustration he gave of like taking the step even before it's sort of lit up. He used the yeah. Michael Jackson video, Michael Jackson video from Billie Jean, where he steps on it and then it lights up. Um, and in my head, I don't know if you remember X X two, X Men two, when Magneto gets um, he gets out of um, some prison or something. Oh, because he had the, the 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 raised iron in his blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he does he does this thing where, I think it's that or it's another one. But effectively, Magneto does the thing where he's walking and he's forming the steps mm. as he's going, and it's like the same thing. When he starts the step, it's, it's not there. By the time his foot hits, the thing has formed, and I was like, this thing coming twice is almost like God saying, "Pay attention, because you're gonna need to trust me." And this week has been that for me. It's been having to just trust God and like go and, and it's been like literally this week has been probably the toughest week of my professional career thus far. But it's been like, yeah, just trusting God and, and he's brought me through. And I have trusted him to see me through to the end. But yeah, that was, it was good. It was good all around. So yeah, even though he won't watch this, kudos to him. Yeah, luckily, the best part, half of the furnace is here. Oh, Peter's you. here as well. <laughs> so, let's get into it. Uh, one for one, one, for one? yeah. Cool. Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, great. Um, Peter, how would you talk to or, or how would you explain to a non believer about being able to hear from God or hear from the Holy Spirit? in a way that doesn't make you seem crazy? Um, that, well, I'd start off with the fact that it is crazy. Like, in in terms of, um, I guess if we're just to, an unbeliever, normally they are, I'm making, I'm making a lot of assumptions here, 
But I am I'm making the assumption that the non-believer is one of the people that wants evidence and is like scientifically based and all of those things, which is the typical non-believer. Um, and so to say that you hear from a God, you hear from an outside intelligence is inherently crazy by their worldview. Sounds um, schizophrenic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, by their worldviews. So, so I, I'd start off almost accepting that, that, you know, you, you're asking me, how do I do this thing that's otherwise supernatural? And if all you care about is the natural, then it will sound super to you. And so I'll start from there. But then I'll go on to talk about the fact that I, I personally am self-aware enough to know of what I do know and what I don't know. I, I know what I can know and what I can't know. I know that I do not know the future. Sorry, I know I do not know the future. And that I can't, um, I can't guarantee by instinct or by observation that certain choices that I make, especially the ones that I believe are directed by God, will yield something good. There's two elements. I have hope. I have a confident expectation that they will be good. And two, experientially, I have seen that they've been good. So you're asking me how I hear from God. It's going to be very subjective and I will only be able to speak from my experience. But in my experience, I have had instances where I tend to, you know, I tend to um, relegate, not relegate, I delegate sort of navigation to Google Maps whenever I'm driving anywhere. And you drive enough places, enough times, you know, the routes to the place. So I know the shortest route. I know the best route. I know the routes that Google Maps is telling me to take um, with Google Maps's, you know, enhanced awareness of traffic situations and all of that. And uh, I know this one time I'm going somewhere and I feel God say to me to go a different route that is longer, that's more likely to be traffic um, prone. And I take that route and I end up bumping into someone that needed an encouragement that I had for her, right? Mm. You could call it coincidence, sure, maybe. But that sort of situation is consistent in my life. And I can't, you can't also call a consistent occurrence where there is an understanding of, oh, this thing, maybe you can say I'm misinterpreting some other instinct or um, peripheral vision or awareness to God. But I know whenever I have followed what God has led, it has brought me to a good point, be that for me or be that for someone else, right? And so experientially, I know that. Um, and I also have a confidence in those things that God is leading me where I haven't seen it come to fruition. I have a hope that they will come to pass. Um, and so that's that sort of how else I'll talk about my experience of hearing from God. Um, and it, it will, I, I, I think it will have to be um, a subjective, personal account. And that's my, that's been my, my life thus far. That's sort of the approach I take. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think believing in a supernatural God, like 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 you said, there'll, there'll be supernatural things that will happen um, that you can't explain away. Yeah. Um, and so that's where the faith part comes in. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way, 
since since images scientists have faith in the big bang but they can't tell you how 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 matter was created if there was no matter in the first place no this is the thing science asks you for one miracle that's the only difference the only difference between the scientists and the christian at least i think the christian that has studied stuff is the scientist wants one miracle let's give it a big bang and i'll explain the rest the christian is like it's all a miracle so yeah yeah so that's that sort of yeah and and then there's also the the sort of flip side of things where you look at a lot of athletes you look at all these sort of um psychiatrists like i'm thinking like huberman uh, andrew huberman or whatever his name is like um all of these guys that talk about the power of positive thinking and manifesting and there's all this new age pseudo spiritual stuff and all of that to me actually ends up pointing to the fact that even those that don't align themselves with a religion or with spirituality in its traditional definition have some sort of awareness of an external something oh. it's easier to call it the universe it's easier to call it a higher power it's easier to call it your higher self Tell whatever me. the case there seems to be even amongst those that aren't religious an awareness and an understanding uh, uh, something outside of themselves that they also tend to want to tap into um we christians just believe we've identified what it is as god um but all of those things end up being i think evidence that maybe there is something maybe there is something and if you're open to it then we can start talking about you hearing from god if you so desire but yeah that's cool cool Rob, I've got a less spiritual question. Okay. I want to understand what's your productivity system currently. Like, oh. When I say productivity system, what's your routines, your um, workflows? And if you wanted to share, what sort of apps and tools do you use to get <laughs> things done? <laughs> Okay, um, where to begin? I can't lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm not much at the moment. I'm not much of a, all right, let's plan the day out kind of person. I have like a, like, like, like a general idea of what I'm doing in my head. Okay, so going to work, after work, going to go to this place, from this place, going to go home, play my game. And so that's what my day will look like. <laughs> and then... The other stuff, like later on, I'll think about it later on. Unless there's something I, I need to do for it, then, then I'll be thinking about it. But as I'm going to each place, I'm thinking about what I need to do in that place. For example, um, today, um, I knew it was going to be very busy at work today. So I made sure that I prepped everything the night before so that I could just quick jump in the shower, um, get out of the house. I was able to do some work on the bus because I knew that I knew how much work I would have to do. So I was trying to fit in as much as I could before I got to my place of work. So that when when I got to work, the work that I would I, I did, I didn't have to do now, which meant that I wouldn't be delayed waiting on people to do stuff who waiting on me to do my work. And so it just spread out that whole workflow. Yes. And, and so if I can see a problem 
like down down the way, I will try and work out a way to supersede that problem before I get to the problem, rather than get to the problem and then trying to fix us fix fix it. Um, yeah, when it comes to how do I um, organize, I don't think that was in my vocabulary. <laughs> like literally, I was away for how, how long was I away for? Three weeks, two weeks. No, 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 no. This was at work. I took some time off work. Oh, I think I no, yeah, I, no. I was away on a work trip for like four or five days. Oh. <laughs> I come back and my manager has tidied my desk. Oh, stress. <laughs> stress. Because I I operate in organized chaos. You so everything chaos. Cool. It, organized chaos. Chaos. Cool. So, so everything is all over the place. But you know exactly where it is. Ask me where it is, yeah. I'll tell you. Mm. And, uh, and this is one of the, the, the problems I found in marriage, you know. I know where everything is, but no, my, my wife was trying to move something, thinking she'd be helpful. It spoils the whole system. Bro, there was one time I was looking for a weighing scale. I was trying to do some cooking. I could not find this thing to save my life. I know where I like to keep I like to keep it in the cupboard by the plates. It wasn't there. And I was getting so frustrated. I was so frustrated at her because she moved, she moved my thing. I called her. I was like, bro, where did you move this thing? And she could hear me be frustrated. Well, I was trying to be cool. I was like, inside, I was like, oh. You don't even use the skill, bro. Why you touch it anyway? Oh, and then you're able to find it. It was it was hidden under something. Mm. But if I known it was sitting under there, I would have gone straight there. But because someone else is hidden it, it's bought the thing. Um, I'm not really a fan of like electronics when it comes to organizing my day. Okay. Um, I'm very much a pen and paper kind of person, mm. and I'm not talking a pad of paper. At work, I'm very much known for writing on the backs of envelopes and stuff. Bro, this is not a system. This is it works. Look, you know, you know, I've I've even got an envelope in my bag. Give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> what you're describing is the definition of disorganization. It's not a system. It's not. <laughs> you're dressing this thing up like. Yeah, this is my super um, eclectic way of doing things. I was like, no. <laughs> Look, okay, so th- this was a letter that came to work, okay? I I'm, I'm emptied out the letter, and I had some payments to make. And as I was making the payments, I had to make adjustments. So I, I wrote down all the, the payments, wrote down all the adjustments I needed to make, whether I needed to increase or decrease it. After I did it, crossed it out, crossed it out, crossed it out. Then on another envelope, there was some I needed to make adjustments for. So I wrote those down. You were on the front of it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My papers, paper. And then, once I'm done, I'll just chuck it away. So so, so, um, so in my, on my table, I used to have like a whole bunch of just like um, open, open envelopes. 
just so I could use them as, as my paper to write. <laughs> my manager just threw them all away. She said, Robert, no more. <laughs> is that is that because are those notes not things that you would ever need to go back to? No. And then is that just because you don't want to sort of waste paper? So it's like, this is this is already sort of waste no, paper. No, it's just okay. this paper I can use. Like this I'm also prone to... I'm also prone to writing notes on my desk in, in pencil as well. So, like, I'll write on the actual table in pencil just so I have it there. OD, Nats, um, so shout out to OD. OD's watching. He said he'll send you a notebook. <laughs> look, look. Even at church on Sunday, look, I was even writing my notes on the plate for worship. And I do this. You see me like, like I write out the set list. I'll go grab a plate and I write out the set list. This one. If I, if I knew this was the case, I wouldn't have asked you this question, honestly. This one, the chords were hard, so I, I wrote out all the difficult chords. They actually got that. on this thing. Yeah. And, and, and so Robert did a really good job on Sunday. Um, it was the first time playing with uh, the lady that sang on worship. Shout out to And And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, evidently I didn't know this. I would not have asked this question because this is this is... It's organized chaos. It's organized this, chaos. This, this is you with your laptop without a case, with your camera without a lens cap on, all over again. It's it's my head is hurting. Right, but, you, about... but, but you know what? It, it, it sounds crazy, but the way you see me in my workflow mode, it's poetry emotion. What it is is <laughs> the grace of God, evidently making it such that you're not completely losing everything because i don't know how this works but hey. it's poetry P- peter you you see how organized i am well, like 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 look I'm, I'm i'm all over the place but I'm, I'm able to structure and organize it's <sighs> i mean that's the thing i can't i can't argue because it seems to be working <laughs> i am the ordinary amazing i am the ordinary amazing there's nothing ordinary about this. This is crazy. Exactly. Supernatural. Only by God. And what about like tools and apps and stuff that you use as well? Um, uh, you're still with Evernote, aren't you? Yes. So when I'm writing my sermons, I write them on Evernote. Mm. Um, when I'm doing my worship set list on Evernote, when I am trying to, yeah. Um, what else do I use? I've got this app here called Audio Manager. And it allows me to affect all the different sounds on my phone. Um, got my calculator app. I have everything in folders. Look, organization. See, look. Oh, careful. Oh, I don't know what that is going to open with. <laughs> but so look, so look. I've, I've got all my money, all my money stuff in this app. Okay. All right. I've got all my, my fitness stuff in that app. Okay. Uh, I've got all my game stuff in that. Um, I keep WhatsApp here so that I don't. I, I can look at them if I have to open them, and then I can read them, and then they're not. So I need to answer people. <laughs> I need to respond to people. Um, yeah, and, and that's it. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Organized chaos, and it works. Chaos. As long, chaos. As, long as you don't interrupt the flow, don't don't don't, don't try and come into it because. You will ruin everything. Let me cool. be. Cool. You are you are the polar opposite of how I do stuff, but cool. It works. You got too many apps and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? 
yeah no that's that's cool i, yeah. I thought it would be interesting if the I, thing if is I like you do this i would not have asked you but yeah i try to be like you and be like okay i'm gonna write everything down meticulously i'm gonna have use this app to do this, and this stuff. it just takes too much energy fair enough fair i'm very much a Okay, let's bundle through something. If we make a mistake, we make a mistake. We fix it when, when the mistake comes. Oh, you know? no, 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 no. I'm like, let's plan. Let's know exactly what's going to happen. And then let's have contingencies for every single thing that could possibly go wrong. And let's write it all down, present it well, have a Kanban Yo. board. Yeah. No. No, thank you. Fair, fair. Like I said, it works. So I can't even knock it. I can't even knock it. I would not have known. Evidently, I did not know. But yeah, no, and the thing is, when, when when I'm working at my maximum capacity, it's oh, I, wish, I wish I could just tell you the stories about how sick I am, bro. Because it's it's serious. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. All right, story time. So I was at this away that it was like a Christian, it was like a Christian camp thing. Mm. You know, I was with the finance department, so I was I was doing finance things, and then the. Uh, head of finance was there. He wanted he he wanted some of us to help with the collecting of the money during during the collecting on one of the days. Mm. Um, but for some reason, everybody but finance had been in the meeting to do with how they're going to do the collection. Mm. And so we get there on like day two, which was maybe like a day or two before the collection was supposed to happen. It was no a day before the collection was supposed to happen. Like we didn't know what was happening. Mm. And literally, all we had was one map <laughs> of the venue. Mm. So we take the map, I go inside, I count how many rows of chairs there are. It's because it's, it's, it's like a full thing. So I count the number of chairs. Mm. I so, And then I work out, okay, we'll need X amount of people on each row to be able to do all the collecting. The buckets come. There's a hundred buckets, you know? Um, and the labels from A to Z, and it's like from like one, two, three, four, five, there's only nine, ten. The label on the inside of the bucket, <laughs> and these are the buckets where like you have to put the the top one because of GDPR, yeah. people are putting money in with it. So there's that. Not only are the are the labeling inside the buckets, they're not even labeled in any order. So first job, we had to lay out all the buckets to 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 put them in order. So I did it. I had two rows, A to M, N to Z. I said, okay, guys, we need to stack stack these buckets. If, if you see A, count along to F, G, you know, make make some space for, for, for the letters that haven't come yet, but you know are coming. Put them down. So we did that. At first, people were like, I don't know what's happening. But as the bucket started to come, like, okay, I can see the vision now. I can see the vision. So we got that done. Next step, had to go for a copy, like 10 million versions of this plan of the, of the map. And I needed to create something so I could say who was going to go to which section. Yeah. These times I'm doing all of this. I'm on the floor scribbling, scribbling, scribbling. But when you see the paper, masterpiece. And somehow I ended up being the organizer of the whole thing. So I, I, I had all the buckets set out, people coming in their twos. I said, okay, you guys, you're going to be in this section. Here are your 10 buckets. Duh, 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 duh. Bring back your 10 buckets or you're going to be in trouble. Go off. Go off. And then people were bringing the buckets. Bro. It was it was just, it was moving like just sickness. 
and at the end, collect all the buckets, count off if, if, if any were missing, and then go go back and find those buckets. We did that twice. Yeah. And if, if and you think honestly, I feel like if anyone else had been in charge of it with as little time as they had, mm. it wouldn't have gone as smoothly as if I'd done it. Mm. Fair enough. It was serious. I did not get the promotion I was hoping for, but you know, <laughs> God knows. <laughs> at, least, at least you did it. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> organized chaos. It's not for everyone. Oh, it's not for the fame of heart. But don't worry, I'll teach you the ways. Come be my disciple. That's it. That's it. I'll teach you the ways. <sighs> yeah, yeah, cool. Um, do you know what song's been on my rotation this week? Um, Asha and Kiki Farmer. No, no, no. I listened to that once and that was it. Okay. I'm not going to give that like, those people any more views. Stupid people. You'll never guess. Ocean? Uh, Ocean? Is it Ocean's? Nope. Yeah. Ocean's? Yeah, Hillsong. No. Spirit Ocean's... Lead Me. Ocean's isn't even one of my favourite songs, to be honest. Okay, okay, okay. Is it Christian or is it secular? Uh, secular. Something Drill? No. Celine Dion? <laughs> no. I'm not going to guess that one. I did do the karaoke for that the other day, though. Yeah? That was, that was fun. Yeah, so it was the Power Rangers theme song. Go, go, Power Rangers. Yeah. You know, the day you got a power and a force that you've never seen before. I don't think I've heard that one before. Oh, it's, Is this the original um, Mighty Morphin? Yes. So, 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 so yeah. So, well, it's it, it's it's the original song, yeah. but they used it when it was the second set of Megazords that they had. When it was transforming, when it had like the dragon, when like Red Ranger had like the okay, Chinese okay, dragon, okay. yeah, so and it when they had them. Was it the Zeo crystals? I, I think. I don't, I don't think no, not Zeo. I think it was just between in between the original Mighty Morphin oh, and Zeo when when the ninja powers. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, oh, I, I was watching the song, and I was listening to it, and as a piece of music, like mm. if, take out the fact that it's Power Rangers. As a piece of music, it's so seamlessly put together mm. and so silky smooth to listen to. It's actually been great. That's interesting. Yeah. And like rock songs are, are like really good like that, you know? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Rock songs just, they be rocking out. It, it, it may sound like a, a lot of noise, but I, I feel like we think it's a lot of noise. But if you actually sit down and listen to it, it's actually really good. So shout out to you, Rockstar people. I'm not the yeah. satanic ones. You guys chill. <laughs> nah, fair, fair, fair. Wait, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Let's get into the topic for today. <laughs> let's have some fun with this one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, what's her name? What's her name? Let me find it. I was looking at her. You know, this week's famous news person. Lucy Letby. Oh, God. Oh, no. How are we going to have fun with this? This is <laughs> you watch, you, you watch where, where, where it goes, okay? So, Lucy Letby, for those who don't know, and she's been called the most prolific child killer in the modern British history. 
she was a nurse who I think she, she killed six babies and attempted to kill another seven. Um, she's been caught. She went to jail, or, or she was she was she went to court, and I think she got like proper life in prison. Yeah. Not life like you you be out in ten years. I mean, she got that proper proper life sentence. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think I think she 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 did all of her killings over like a two three years two three year stint. Yeah. She was even journaling about it in her journal. She was journaling. All that I, stuff. I I I mean, it's impossible to get away from all the headlines. But I haven't followed the story. I haven't like paid attention to it yeah yeah me me me, me but I, I, I haven't looked into it too deeply but just from from, from like what people have said and stuff. about oh my god yeah it was crazy mm. anyway yeah. um yeah she's never to be released yeah that's good people like that there's you, you could be redeemed but let God redeem you in heaven if you if you want to come to him. People but... like that are like, why I understand Jonah. That's the only way we Jonah's like, nah, God, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't on it. <laughs> you about to tell the people and save them? Nah. It's like, no one should preach the gospel to her. Like, that is crazy. You feel like there are some people that, um, that you don't want to get saved? You know, it's not, it's not, it's not the Christian thing to do. I'm um, God forgive me. Yes, there was yeah, yeah. Thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I won't even lie. Like I know it's, I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong, and I'm praying God, God does something. It's obviously my heart is, is, uh, it's hard in a certain way. But you kill seven babies, like, nah, you should, you should, you should, you should die for that. And that's not enough. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't. You know, I don't think it's. I don't think it's not right to think that some people shouldn't shouldn't be saved. Especially when you got like verse in the Bible where you you know that like that the, the, the Africans love that you know you 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 prepare a, a feast before my enemies for me. You know. What if it's the enemies, the enemy, the enemies don't get saved. So. Yeah, because they're the ops. You know? <laughs> so those ones, it's okay if they don't get saved because God said they're the enemies, so they're the enemies. Amen. Yeah, John. Um, I said John. Odi, Odi said John the Baptist thought the same as well. I just yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. Um, it's crazy. But fortunately or unfortunately, redemption is for everyone. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's not what I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Okay. So that's I don't know if you've been... <laughs> so I remember having this conversation. So I was talking to my sister, Allah, in, in law about this on, on the bus on Sunday after, after church. Mm. And we came to the same conclusion that she was able to get away with this for as long as she did. After as many murders as she did. <laughs> I think you know just, this is going. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. <laughs> because she was a white woman. <laughs> I know. I've heard this. You know, and 
I think anybody who isn't white can understand the take. Hmm. Because you because you got this blonde haired, blue eyed, pretty enough white woman. Um after baby two, question should be being being asked. <laughs> you know how you have six victims and and another another six attempted victims. Mm. Are you telling me as as like a black person you you get that far? No. <laughs> All right, so I need to push back on this because of course that's that's been the rhetoric I've heard is. She only gets away with this because she's a white woman and and whatnot. Why a prettyish why... black uh, no, a, a, um, a prettyish white woman? No, because if she, if she was ugly, then people would be <laughs> trying to stone her, bro. I don't think that has anything to do with it. So, it does. So okay, okay, you go. You yeah. go. Well, well, my my question is, why does her why does her appearance prevent her from being questioned? Like what? What elements of her of her appearance do that? One, it's been scientifically proven that preacher people are more likely to 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 serve less time in prison for the same crime as people who are not. Mm. That that's a proven thing, and and so judges are more lenient on judges and juries. Injuries, okay. Yeah, so like, so, so like, you you're more likely to, to like get off as a prettier person. Mm. Um, and I think there's there's just this there's this thing about about white women that that like butter doesn't melt in their mouth. Oh my god, no, no, I, you see, <sighs> you, you don't think so? Like, 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 there's only there's. There's only now, in, in, in recent history, come, there being a counterpart to the angry black woman, and that's come in the form of, you know, these currents. The current. you know? No, so so here's the thing. I I think so. My my personal um, my personal suspicion, and and Audie saying this as well that the media's sort of presented the idea that she doesn't look like a murderer, whatever we consider a murderer to look like. My my thing has come with the competency play, because you don't immediately think murderer when it comes to babies passing away. Like you don't you don't do that. There's a whole um, what's it called? There's a whole syndrome called uh, uh, I, I I I hate it so much I don't even remember what it's called. But the idea of you know babies just turning up dead. You know, baby sleeps wrong, mm. can't breathe, and and stuff like that. So. You don't think competency, or or you you actually rather think competency when it comes to to this. Like, is it just that she's not doing something right? Is she? No one goes. Um, I I think even if she wasn't white, the immediate thing wouldn't be murderer. The immediate thing would be competency. Is she? Is she making some sort of mistake? Is she? not feeding them right like what's going on i don't think it would be murderer and okay but, but but like how many does it have to be before it goes from competency to murderer for you for me with babies honestly i'd never i'd never go murderer i, I wouldn't i i don't understand how you'd want to kill babies 
I don't I don't get it. Like I think after number three. No, because then you're saying then yeah. I I personally I wouldn't. I, it would always be competency for me unless there's something else. Like but even what would be something else? Like I can't in my head I can't reconcile a person wanting to kill and child. And this whole time the thing I've been asking myself is like why? Was there some mental health issue? Like what what was going on why did was she killing these kids and f- before i realized it was actually murder i kept thinking oh this this was like an exceptionally bad nurse or something like that just was feeding baby the wrong thing or whatever like it that's not where my head goes in the first instance is murder at all and i still can't understand it so i'm like yeah I can understand it because white people think they can get away with anything. It's not white <laughs> people, oh my god! Peter, have you seen what's been been happening since he's been convicted? No. A GoFundMe has been set up to try and get her conviction overturned. Why? Because people think that she's innocent. <laughs> did she? Did she plead innocent? I don't know. But you can't have all these. All these mentioned that there's evidence in her house, like notes that says she did it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a murderer, yeah. But then people are, oh, people are just presuming, or people are taking that position because she just doesn't look like right. Exactly. Because 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 she looks like your typical. What would it make melting your mouth? Wow. Okay. Okay. Black. I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't be able to believe they do that, like black or white. I just wouldn't. I can't. I can't. I don't. Yeah. It, so it doesn't, it doesn't add up in my head. Okay. So 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 what about her? Would you say makes her not look like a murderer? If, if that no, no, no. It's not, it's not her looking like a murderer. It's the idea of murdering babies. Like this is the thing. Like this is the thing. We no one. We, we never you never see it in comedy like you don't hurt babies like like it's just it's just i don't know it, in in my head you just don't do that like you need to watch more netflix than no, you no, no, no. <laughs> because oh do you know what do you know what? i've seen those videos of like nannies like beating kids or something yeah yeah and, and my reactions are the same like i killed a nanny like if i see a nanny <laughs> my nanny's hurting my kid <laughs> you ain't making it home that night i'm, I'm destroying you but yeah yeah no I just can't. Babies does it doesn't make sense. Uh, not to say it doesn't make sense, but I can see, like I can see a person being demented enough to kill another person. I get that. Like it's not like get that. <laughs> I'm not a murderer, but I get it. I get. I'm it. just I'm saying. Defense. It wouldn't get to six babies if it was a black woman killing killing these babies. So, so my my problem there also is in this idea of the NHS and cover-ups and a lack of accountability like if again my head in my head it's incompetency but if a nurse is directly involved in one baby's death two babies death that nurse shouldn't be about around babies like you shouldn't you shouldn't be around babies because you're clearly incompetent um but it seems clearly those, murderer. oh well evidently a murderer <laughs> But it, it seems there's a very um, lackadaisical approach to people's health when it comes to the NHS, unfortunately. 
Mm. And, and that's a cultural thing. Um, yeah. Like, like, like I think it was like four different specialists mm. like came in and said, yo, there's something wrong happening. You know? mm. And it was just like, shoot away. I think one, one, one of them even lost their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> as a result all of them should all of the higher management should uh, oh no 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 oh, oh, oh no it was one of the people that said that they should be looked into that they lost their job. job yeah mad, mad. Or, or da is right i don't have enough information about the thing yeah and he mentioned that someone else reported it and it was ignored um, and i also saw an interview with a doctor and the doctor had to write a apology to lucy letby for raising concerns about her, um, <laughs> her like, yo. yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't immediately go to the race thing. That's not what adds up in my head because I can't get past the idea of someone killing babies, like murdering babies. It doesn't. I, I don't. I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. So I, yeah. I don't think you have to. I don't think it's something that is to mm. be gotten in a sense, you know, because like sin is sin and sin is going to take whatever form it's going to take. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a presumption that we universally don't hurt babies, but then again, yeah. I mean, child, child molestation is very much a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, That's true. Oh, snap. Wait, OD is giving us the details. Apparently she was arrested in 2018. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Don't they do DBSs and stuff like that for this? But anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But your DBS is is clear as long as as long as it's you know, if you say oh it was an accident and they say okay, then they're not gonna put that on your DBS because mm. you're like okay, you 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 you're working in in hospital, people are going to die. You know, even if these people are healthy babies that have just been born, you know, sometimes they die too. Speaking about about murder, what do you think would push you to become a murderer? Oh, <laughs> I said it so casually. Like I've got a list. Oh, this, this, this. You definitely thought about uh, about murder forever. You. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that sense, God. Not in that sense, but like, like, so it, it's 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 bad to admit it, but. Like, I watched one video of, it was like a nanny, and she was caught on nanny cam abusing a kid. I was like, yeah, my kid, you won't make it out. You won't make it out that alive. I saw another video of, there was that video going around of, like, um, some girls had ganged up on a black kid in school. Oh, yeah, I saw that. The mum was egging them on Mm. to, to carry on. Yeah, I do. Thank you, Odi. Yeah, Odi, for Christ. For Christ, I'd murder. <laughs> <laughs> Biblically, though. Yeah, no. Um, I'm, I, I, I don't know how to explain it without sounding like a psychopath. Well, go for I, it. It's a safe space. No, it's not. It's not safe, <laughs> not safe space. I get the idea of, like, being enraged enough to want to remove someone or even even so uh ender's game i think when he said you know you you remember the kid got bullied and he beat up he attacked or he tricked the bully and then beat him up and i was like in the shower you, yeah in the shower and mm. they were asking, oh you have um 
you have finished you 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 would have won the fight why take it further and he's like to win the next few fights and it's like i get that like there's some things you want to remove i want to eliminate the possibility of this ever coming back mm. and so i guess under the circumstances you know i'd i'd for family for defense of someone you know i i get revenge um again i wouldn't immediately jump to those by god's grace but i i get i get it i get it what about yourself and then all these ask the question i think it's interesting yeah okay um what about yourself what pushed me to murder yeah um yeah i think it's the same like retribution protecting the family Mm. Um, you know, I've I've seen one, too many movies where not aiming for their head has led to repercussions down the line. Especially horror movies where this guy has been a killer or he's yeah. the killer's out there. And you get the shot on him and he's down and you're just like, oh, oh, I'm so lucky. Nah, take the guy's head off. Like. <laughs> you put three in his head. <laughs> Like that, that holy trinity right there, bro. <laughs> like double tap, like pull, pull. Yeah. Uh, what was the question? Um, Odie's asking, is assisted killing the same? Ooh. Stuff like that. Um. No, but I think I'd be down. The the <laughs> something there. I'd be down. Yeah. Like like if it was someone that I I, I really cared about and I could see that. Their quality of life was just in the pan. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's difficult for me to to justify because of of faith and and you know the idea of of that. It's difficult for me to justify. I get it. Mm. You don't want to see anyone suffer, but you know I I wouldn't be able to assist them. I'd rather pray for the end for them. Pray for an end for their suffering. Do you think? Them do you think that? Um, giving permission to turn and uh, turn off our life monitor counts as assisting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. But but even then, like, because life support sometimes is you know they're brain dead or something, and you're just keeping mm. their heart beating or something like that. You know, under those circumstances, I I think they're slightly different. But the you know the idea of someone's suffering and and the suffering is real and they want to end it it will be hard for it it'll be hard it'll be hard yeah. and it's a hard situation so. i think i have to be like a proper proper suffering not like yeah. oh my, my friends don't like but, me but who or... determines what for oh yeah okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't like me cool here's a gun no no yeah oh that's mad and then, no, well yeah i don't know i feel like if if because like you see things where maybe someone has been like paralyzed from like the neck down and they can't really talk or anything and they're just they're just they're just they're just lying there it's not for me to determine it's not easy it's not easy and it's not it's not a trivial thing but it's not for me to determine like why can't they blink something glorious to go see you know, you know like but you haven't determined but you haven't determined they have determined you're yeah. just backing them up i can't do that i can't do that I can't do that. I'll be down. I I could pray that they, you know, God brings the end. And and we see that with Job. We see that in the story of Job. He was like, "Curse be the day I was born." And someone told my parents, you know, you have a boy. If that day hadn't come, like he he prayed for death, 
And I don't think yeah, but yeah, but but don't think it's different for for like praying for death for yourself and compared to praying for death for someone else. No, I think you can compassionately pray for someone's suffering to end, whether that be for them to end their suffering here and be with you in eternal glory, or or or, or for them to be healed. I, I think you can pray for that. I think I think you can take that to God definitely. Do you think you can pray for your enemies to die and God will hear it? <laughs> I think if you're to take Jesus's um, sermons seriously, then that's not the prayer you pray for. Well, could you? Oh, you could pray. I don't think God will answer you. But if he did, if he did, what what are the the repercussions? Well, then that's God's problem. He killed him. No, angel of death out here and taking you know, <laughs> the prophet of death. <laughs> yeah, but the Bible tells us the opposite. Jesus tells us to love our enemies. But but that said, Jesus said, in loving your enemies, you are putting hot coals on their head. So, you know, if you really want to get them, then love them. <laughs> Or put hot coals on the head. Skip the middle, man. <laughs> if you got the power to just like, just like, like click someone to death, you think you'd ever use it? I'm a human being. I'm a petty human being at that. Yeah. I, I and how many times? And how many deaths do you think will take before you became evil with it? Oh, I think from jump. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I think from jump, I'm evil with it. <laughs> thank god he doesn't give me that power i'm not i'm not a good person outside of his spirit living inside me but you give someone that power absolute power corrupts absolutely man that's it's only a matter of time <laughs> it's only it's only a bad someone cuts you off but, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no Okay, so let's let's take it back. Um, if you're faced with someone who's done something seriously bad to you, mm. or to or to someone that you know, um, what do you think the process is to forgive them? Do you think, or do you think that's the place you like you you need to get to, or do you or do you think it's just okay to get to a place where, like, it's it's a, like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing? No, I think, I mean, again, like some of these things are so clear in, in, in scripture, we can't, we can't ignore it, you know, before you come and lay down a sacrifice, if you have an issue with your brother, you go and settle it. I think it's important. I think it's, it's required that you forgive them. You know, the Lord's prayer in and of itself says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Like there is an understanding of our trespasses against God are so much more significant, regardless of how heinous the crime, than our trespasses against one another. And so I think it's not to say you get up and you're there. It's not to say you immediately are capable of forgiving someone. But I think it is to say it seems God is presenting that as a requirement from us. The idea of that parable of the guy that owed the king or owed the, he owed his master a certain amount and then his master forgave him. But then his friend owed him a fraction of that and he was holding that person to account. Mm. I think that speaks to, and if we understand sin, that speaks to our situation. There is nothing that you can do against me that will be more heinous than the fact that I have sinned against a perfect God. 
and falling short of his glory. Like regardless, you know, and unless you are willing to um, trivialize what sin is, if you recognize what sin is, then there's nothing, you know. And, and I don't say that um, unaware of the fact that there will be so much pain and so much hurt and so much trauma with some of the things that we can do to each other. I mean, this whole thing we started with demonstrates the depravity of man. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, in contrast to what we have done, continue to do against God. Here's the thing. God's Holy Spirit comes and indwells anyone that accepts him. I believe that. If you mm -hmm. accept Christ, his spirit comes and lives within you. I don't know a single person who, since they have been um, saved, has not sinned. And so if the spirit is within you and you're sinning, you're grieving the spirit, you're dragging the spirit through all of that. Some people have described it as you're re-crucifying God. But it all goes to say, like, especially for Christians, we continually wrong, do wrong against God, you know, and, and there's an element of his grace and his love that means we are being brought out of it and being transformed. But I say that to then say there's nothing that someone can do against you that will compare to that. And so I think we are required, long story short, we are required to forgive. Now, getting there is another thing. And I don't think anyone needs to get there immediately. I do think mm. it has to be something you bring to God. It has to be something that you are open to God working in you. And that doesn't also need to be done whilst you're hugging the person. No, I think it's you can healthily keep a distance out of sight, out of mind, get away. But you need to forgive, not for that person. You need to forgive for you because that's what's required. If it, Technically, if you haven't forgiven, then you can't go and give anything to Christ. Then you aren't expecting God to forgive you because you aren't forgiving others. So there's like, a, I think God tying it to that says he needs us to. And then it's just another thing that we need to rely on him to help us do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Where do you stand on that? Um, yeah, I'm definitely a, um, a firm believer of praying the prayer, Lord, help, help my unbelief, you know? If I'm not there, help me get there. <laughs> yeah, facts. Facts. And the thing is, with God, you can't fake it. No, you can't fake. Exactly. <laughs> you can't fake saying that you've forgiven this person. You know, God sees the heart even more than you know your heart. Exactly. Um, exactly. So just be honest with God, you know. Yeah. Right. And, and 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 like God will meet you where you are. Yeah. He will He will shed light on anything that needs to be shed light on. Mm. He'll give you the comfort that you need. Mm. And ultimately, your relationship with Him isn't worth any anger or any ill feelings that you have towards any other person. Thanks. Um, yeah. yeah. And like we see in, you know, I, 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 I say in movies, you know, chasing revenge or vengeance mm. never works out well for the person. Yeah. Like you might end up killing the person, but then what, like that, how much of yourself you lose in that process? Like mm. what, what kind of person do you become? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all. That's, that's that Batman's thing, isn't it? If he, if he ever kills the Joker, the number of murderers stays the same. Yeah. 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 Um, I remember there was, there was this game. 
I, I never played it. The, the, the Last of Us Part Two. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was one girl. She used to play guitar, but then she went looking for revenge, and then she was able to get her revenge, but then it cost her fingers. And so by the end of the game, yeah, she, she got revenge, but now she can't play guitar anymore. So it's crazy. Yeah. But apparently Last of Us Part 2 is crap. Play the first one as well. Oh, don't play games. I'm going to do something productive. Like play games. Playing games is productive, PR. Don't be one of those people. I am. <laughs> cool. All right, let's round up. Cool, cool. Hookups? Yeah, 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 hookups. Can I go first? Go for it. Um, so my hookup is going to be. I'm gonna give an AI tool, but then I want to say this: don't be scared of AI taking your job. Be scared of someone that uses AI taking your job. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> um, and the tool. Oh, I want quick, to... quick, 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 quick question. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about this hate from artists, like when it comes to? To, 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 um, to AI. Oh no, I I I I don't trivialize it because it is a, it's it's a new problem and it's a new problem that we need to address because AI is um it is sort of uh, um circumventing the process that would mean their art or their products or their um content would be appreciated. The number of like YouTube videos that I have just summarized and not watched because AI now means I can do that. It's like, <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not fair. It's not, it's not, yeah, it isn't fair. And you know, the argument is, well, the information is out there. People will take in the information and then create something new. But then what you're doing with AI is you're, you're no longer actually consuming the information. You're just literally like skimming it for all it's worth and then like not giving them the credit, they're not benefiting from it in any way. So it's a new problem. It's a new problem that needs to be addressed and one that needs to be addressed, hopefully, in the favour of the artist, the content creator, the educator not losing out because AI is, AI is now here. But I, I don't, I think it's a real problem. I think it's a very real problem. And I'm part oh. of the problem. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. But yeah, my, my, my hookup is that Edge, so the Edge, this is what used to be Internet Explorer. And uh, there was once a time where Internet Explorer was only useful for downloading Chrome. But <laughs> <laughs> Internet Explorer has become Edge. And Microsoft, I think because they own part of OpenAI, who are the guys that have released ChatGPT, soon ChatGPT4, um, they've built AI into the browser. So you don't even need Ooh. to go and sign up to OpenAI to get access to ChatGPT anymore. They've built it into the browser. If you open the Edge browser, there's a B for Bing again. Bing is a search engine that no one cared about. But now in Bing, you can literally use AI, use it to summarize, use it to make suggestions. And, and it has access to the internet as well. They can use to search for stuff it's extremely powerful and i think everyone should be getting to grips with it it's still a fairly primitive technology because all it is really is language um, a large language model um but it's evolving uh, what we're using now is like 
it, it's it's yeah it's just the infancy of it's like what um i guess what's, what's a good analog for it i can't think of a good analog for it but it's we're, we're in the infancy we're using it in a very primitive way right now all it's doing is like predictive um, text suggestions it's not really that special um but it's it's going to be very very powerful and they're using it in so many different ways that you know it's very yeah so get to grips start using it start exploring with it start using it for your searches to summarize stuff to to yeah just start getting familiar with ai and i think the bing ai integration in microsoft edge what used to be internet explorer is a very easy sort of very low barrier of low barrier to entry way of getting getting to grips with ai so that's my hookup well, question question sorry i've gone off a tangent i saw i saw, I saw this one and i thought it was funny so this lady had this ai program so she married a lady and she was like flirting and like sexting with like an ai program so what lady a married woman. She also like okay, so like she, yeah, she, she was a married yeah, woman, yeah. and um, you know every night she will sleep apart from her husband, and then she'll be texting and flirting with the AI. Does that count as infidelity to you? Yeah, especially for a woman. I'm sorry, I'm going to be sexist. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not it's it's not infidelity per se, but it's the same. Emotional cheating emotional cheating yeah yeah it's it's a little bit worse than um porn pornography because i think it's worse with, than pornography yeah because with ai it's easier to um anthropomize what you are doing and sort of actually develop an emotional connection especially in today's day and age it's it, it's easy to actually like think you are talking to a person and develop an emotional connection to that person um whereas Ooh. with porn there is a divide you know you're watching something you know yeah you're fantasizing but you never you never you there's there's a an easier acknowledgement of that this is something that's occurred apart from you whereas with if you're doing ai stuff or not even ai but just the whole chatbots you know um what they call it virtual whatever you know it, there's there's a i think it's harder to distinguish between um reality and so you can develop real emotions and so on your side the the person the woman she's developing emotions or uh, an attachment or something towards this ai that should be otherwise uh, presented so yeah cool. men watch your watch your women's phones the, the machines are coming to take your place <laughs> Started with the vibrators, <laughs> moving to the foes. <laughs> From there, my hookup is the worship song. <laughs> um, above all, uh, Michael W. Smith, I believe he sings the version of it. That is old school. Old school, yeah. We sang it at church on Sunday. And I've just been thinking about it during the week. Um, we, we, we loved the Sunday. I was like, oh, I'm going to sing this song. And then we sang the song. I was like, oh, I love this song. <laughs> but yeah, that's my hookup. Crucify. Okay. Right. Lay behind stone. Okay. Anyway, so hopefully Moses will be back next week. Yeah. Maybe he can finally... 
finally stand the heat of the furnace. He can, uh, he can account for his words. Jeez. What can I say? When the fire comes, it pours. No, um, when the fire rains, it pours. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Cool. Um, shout out, reach for the intro, outro music. Kyle and Turner, Audrey, amazing logo. You can find us at X. So I was being silly, then it's gone. At the funniest you can. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at TVS Furnace. Um, YouTube would be amazing. You can email us at tbsfans.com. You can find us on, at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blacks Furnace, no apostrophe. On all good podcasts and websites and apps, Blacks Furnace with the apostrophe. And that's it. So this is the Blacks Furnace signing out. And a uh, big shout out to Odi. Odi's been with us the whole time. And, and thanks for your insight on the whole do silly things. So, again, kind of crazy. But yeah. White women are.